You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Do you ever feel exhausted and impatient with healing and you just want to fast forward to the good stuff where you're finally happy and peaceful and free? It's never that easy. And if you're struggling to accept that healing is a journey and not a destination, then this episode is going to help you meet you where you're at. I'm going to help you change your mindset so that you can finally trust the process, let go of the control, and find peace with your resistance right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, besties, and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast with a more thoughtful episode to help you wherever you are on your journey. And I know you're probably sick of me talking about this every single month, but I promise this is one of the last ones. There are only seven days left to sign up for the brand new Get Healthy Workshop, which is absolutely free, being launched on Valentine's Day next week. And there's still a little bit of time to register and get the free VIP upgrade, which allows you to come to the bonus Q&A session that I'm going to be doing, answering every single question you can think of. As I mentioned, this is the new, improved, updated, revamped, better in all aspects version of my workshop, helping you understand how your childhood patterns are coming up in relationships. If you are someone who struggles with relationships, sabotaging them, pushing them away, or feeling very anxious and obsessive about relationships, this workshop was designed to help someone like you. So make sure to go ahead and register for free as soon as you can while we still have space available at gethealthylove.com. You can click on the link in the show notes. And if you click on that link, it's not going to close this app. So you can continue listening to this episode and go and sign up. It only takes about two seconds. You know, you, you put in your name, your email, bam, you are done. You are registered. And if you cannot make it live, that's okay. Register anyway. You're going to be able to receive the replay delivered to your inbox. So with that being said, let us dive into today's topic which is all about how to reconcile this very difficult idea that healing really is a journey and it's not a destination. And I know firsthand that when I was really struggling at some of my worst moments, I got very upset when somebody would say this to me, right? They would say, oh, you know, healing's a journey, whatever. It made me so upset because I felt like that person didn't understand how far my journey has been so far. And, you know, I've been on this road for years and years, and I'm still not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So I really do understand that sometimes we're not quite ready to hear this yet, right? And it doesn't mean that that statement is not true, but we're not always ready to receive certain messages. So if you are in the pit of struggle, I do understand You can still listen to this episode and take what works for you and maybe come back to this when you're at a time where you're more open to hearing this. From both sides, I do know how annoying it can feel to hear this. 
So today's episode, I've kind of structured it as almost like a Q and A with myself. I've pulled up three questions that I hear from students and from clients, and I thought would be really helpful to relay them here. And I'm going to be answering the three questions. You know, what does it actually mean that healing's a journey? The second question is, why do we feel so much impatience around this? Like, what is causing my inability to surrender? Like, why is it so hard for me to surrender to this? And finally, how do we accept that this is a journey when we feel so much resistance towards it? And I'm always compiling different questions, and I use these questions to do Q and A's on Instagram or even come up with podcast episodes. So, you know, inside my Soulmate program, we actually have a student community where folks can ask questions at any time, and we have other coaches in there who support. So I'm constantly getting questions in, and even inside Soulmate, we do live calls. So there is an accountability call, and I do a monthly Q and A. And during these calls, our students will actually come to me online, and I will over Zoom walk them through these questions and answer them. And these are just a couple of questions that have been very helpful in the past, and I think would make a good episode today. So the first question is really understanding what does it actually mean? How do we wrap our heads around this reality that healing is a journey? So what this actually means is that healing is not something that you do once and then you're just good forever. As tempting as that sounds, and I admit that modern day advertising has really packaged things up in a magic pill type of way. Right, you do this four-week program, and all of your trauma from the past fifty years is just gone. It's magically gone, right? But most of the time, that's just the beginning. That's why even inside Soulmate, we've structured it now into a twelve-week step-by-step program. Right, twelve weeks, you get lots of time, but the support you get up to one year. Like literally, our students. Get to work with us and stay with us for a whole year, because I know that twelve months is not enough time to implement the healing. It's enough time to learn the tools and to understand the exact steps and framework that you have to follow. But it will take a much longer time to actually put this into action, and that's why we extend support up to one whole year. And even after that year, you have lifetime access to the video content, like forever, right? It takes time. It takes time, and it's a lifestyle. For example, you probably brushed your teeth this morning, and it's not the last time you're going to do it. You're going to brush your teeth again tomorrow, and the day after, and the day after, right? It's just become part of your routine. And when you brush your teeth on a daily basis, you kind of forget about your teeth because they're good. But if you suddenly stop brushing your teeth in a couple of months, you're going to run into some issues at the dentist, for example. Right? Making your bed, you're going to do it the same tomorrow. Well, not everyone makes their bed, but you get the idea. Doing sit-ups, right, or push-ups, you'll do them today. You'll do them next week. Putting on your makeup or doing your lipstick, you go to bed tomorrow. You do the same thing, and that's what healing really is. Because as life continues, the hardships never stop. You might have worked through a lot of your childhood trauma, but then let's say in two years' time you get laid off your job, and suddenly, because that new event has happened, it's now resurfacing another layer 
from your childhood that you haven't had the opportunity to work on, right? Because you didn't get laid off yet. And the laying off was the activation point for that old memory to arise. And then let's say in 10 years time, somebody that you love passes away, right? Because that's going to happen to all of us as we get older, you know, people pass away, life happens, and that loss might bring up something else inside you or create a new wounding. And now it's about getting in touch with that part and healing that. And every time we heal or discover another part of ourselves or integrate another aspect of our inner child, we get stronger, we expand more, we grow more. And that's life, right? That is the beauty of life. And there's no escaping it. Well, that sounds kind of scary, but what I meant was it's not a bad thing. It doesn't have to have this heavy sense of obligation around. It's just, huh, that's what it is. You know, it is what it is. You know, I read a study recently, and I promise this is related, about how more and more young people are having heart attacks at the gym. And it's very surprising, very healthy, athletic young people having heart attacks at the gym. And one of the causes of that is actually their day-to-day lifestyle. So a lot of these folks are spending most of their day sedentary, just sitting at an office or at a job. And so most of their day, their heart is used to being at a certain resting heart rate. And then they go to the gym, they rah, rah, you know, go all out and so intense And even though their body was able to make the movements and lift the weights, their heart wasn't ready for it, right? You're going from a totally sedentary lifestyle to suddenly going hard at the gym. And even though you're able to push through the workout, the heart needs warming up. You know, the heart needs the consistent buildup of exercise and experience to be able to sustain that really. Andrew had a friend who suddenly started like lifting weights at the gym again. He was doing deadlifts and he was like, yeah, look at me, you know, like I can push this much weight. And although his muscles were able to lift it, his joints were not because strength in our joints take time to develop. And now his knees are like permanently messed up, right? Because he didn't have the proper gradual training in order for his body to sustain that. And that's why warming up is really important, right? You shouldn't skip your warmups. And healing is the exact same way. If you're spending most of your time staying in dysfunctional patterns, dysfunctional narratives and thinking, and then suddenly you go binge out on a whole weekend of podcasts, you book a million sessions with your therapist, And you do that for a couple of weeks. And as soon as you start feeling a little bit better, sometimes we kind of get into the ego, right? We're like, oh, we're good. We've got this. (laughs) And then we almost develop some pride around it where we feel like we've solved the issue. And it's like, oh, I don't have to go to this course anymore. I don't have to go to therapy anymore. I don't need to keep working with a coach. You know, I've got this. I've been there too, by the way. And then we think we're good. And then... The same thing continues. We don't maintain it because we've tricked ourselves into thinking that this was a one-time fix. And then what happens? Well, this is when I start getting emails from people 
three, four months later, they're like, oh, Gloria, you know, uh, everything's messed up again. Or, oh, no, like I'm coming back. I'm re-signing my contract to myself, right? And this is natural. I mean, every high achiever has to go through this, I think. And I've been there too. To the point where I've actually told my therapist, never let me go more than one month without booking a session. Like I need that accountability because I know my patterns. And after you've done this a few times, you start to realize that the only reason you were doing so well was because you were still doing it. You were maintaining it, right? We tend to do everybody does better with mentorship, with support, with learning. Imagine if you treated brushing your teeth the same way. You brush your teeth for two weeks straight. You look in the mirror and go, oh man, like my teeth are so white and pearly. I'm good. I got this. I don't need to brush my teeth anymore. You know, I don't need to buy Colgate anymore, right? It makes no sense. Yet, because healing is so intangible that you can't touch it, it's just sort of there. We treat it the same way. And that's not how it works. So that goes to the second question, which is what is the cause of our impatience? Like, why do we struggle with accepting that this is a journey? And I know part of it is, of course, culture, how everything is same day delivery, everything is instantaneous at the click of a button. That is certainly part of it. But for those of us here listening to this podcast, of course, it has to do a lot with our childhood. And I've spent many years thinking about this, and I've summed it up in a very simple sentence. The reason that you are so resistant towards looking at this as a journey and you find it very daunting, simply it's because you never had somebody who encouraged you to stick through the difficult times. You never had someone who was that safe person who was cheering you on, saying, you can do difficult things. You've got this. This is hard, but you can keep going. Keep trying. I'm here for you. You're going to be okay. Without that love and that soft blanket, life is so hard because a lot of life is hard. And nobody gets through life without having to go through difficult things. But if we had grown up around safe people, or even now as an adult, if you have supportive people around you, it doesn't make the challenges go away, but it makes it easier to stick out because you have encouragement. And when you have encouragement, this reminds me of the Sailor Moon movies where Sailor Moon is fighting the bad guy and she's starting to falter. And then all the Sailor Scouts come together and they combine all of their energy with her so that she doesn't just have her own strength. She is able to sustain with all the power of her friends combined. And then they are led to victory. That's what it feels like. Support, love, connection, that is the very fuel that can keep us going through the difficult times. And that's why it's so hard for you. Because if you had the right cheerleader, the right community, you feel like you have wings, right? You can get through it because you know that there's someone on the sidelines cheering for you all the way till the very end. Now, I'm going to share with you guys this TED Talk video that I absolutely love. 
So we're going to link this in the show notes below, and maybe Karina can just drop the URL there. But it's called Never Ever Give Up, and the speaker is Diana Nyad. She was a very famous athlete. She was the first person on Earth to swim in one run all the way from Cuba to Florida, and she was 64 years old when she did it. Right? She tried multiple times, never gave up. And what I love so much about this talk, part of it is about personal determination. But if you really listen to this TED talk, how many times she talked about her team, her supporters, the people that were cheering her on in the boat next to her, you know, feeding her water and stuff, motivating her, keeping her going—that was her lifeline. It wasn't all about this personal hustle. It was support. It was community. That's what we need. So, anyways, I hope you guys like that video. If you go check it out. And the final thing I want to say about this is around surrender, right? It feels so difficult to look at healing as just a journey and not a destination. Well, the first thing I will say is it is important to have small wins. And if you feel like you're just drifting around, not getting anywhere, you might be setting your goals a little bit too big or being too hard on yourself. But we see small wins inside our community all the time, right? The other day, there was one student that shared she had a really crappy day, and she did one load of laundry, and that was a small win for her, right? That kind of builds up the snowball that keeps going. Small wins like setting one boundary, writing one sentence in a journal, anything to give you that little dopamine hit. Now, the other thing to mention is that surrendering was probably never a safe thing for you before. All you had growing up was everyone else making decisions and you having absolutely no power. And now you grew up to become an adult that holds on to everything. We think that letting go means losing control, but if you think about it, it's actually the opposite. If you keep holding on to everything, not only do you have less control, all you actually get from that is anxiety. Right now, you feel even more out of control, and now you're just anxious about everything. But in fact, it's the holding on to things that makes us lose control. And you will find that truly surrendering and trusting the process is paradoxically the thing that's going to help you feel powerful again, because you're taking that responsibility off your shoulders. You can only do so much as an individual, but the rest is up to the universe or whatever it is that you believe in—the world, nature, right? The rest of it is up to that. And ah,、uh, that. Sigh of relief from putting down the weights and letting the chips fall where they may, trusting that it's not that you will never encounter hard things again, but that you can learn to respond to those hard things differently. That is true freedom, and that is true power. So, my loves, is healing really a journey, not a destination? You bet it is. And it's a journey that we get to take. It's not something we have to take, right? But the abundance of the world—you know—we can open our computer and find a YouTube video on anything that we want. 
you've got this podcast. You've got me in your ear every Tuesday morning, right? I've been pretty consistent so far. I love to give to you guys. And I hope that you actually take these episodes and try these things out. Answer the questions to yourself. Use them as journal prompts. Use them in your meditations. But we get to go on this healing journey. And that is a wonderful thing. We have so much available to us, so much information around us, and we get to take that into practice. So my loves, I hope that this was exactly what you needed to hear today. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. And if this was helpful, let me know, share it with a friend, spread the love. I'm really excited for those of you that have signed up for my brand new free workshop, the Get Healthy Love Workshop. And if you haven't, there's still time to register, especially if you've been listening to this podcast for a long time and maybe you haven't tried out any of my workshops or other offerings yet. Why not? Go one step further. Challenge yourself. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. And I mean, it's free, right? So why not? So have a beautiful day and an abundant life. I will see you guys in next week's episode. We have another beautiful interview, a success story coming up. At least I think it is on the schedule. And I will see you then. Bye for now. Is your trauma robbing you of the extraordinary relationship you could be having? Bestie, tell me if this sounds like you. Maybe you wind up in situationships where you don't feel loved, seen, or respected, and you let people walk all over you. Or maybe you feel so triggered with the fear of getting hurt that you end up pushing the other person away and sabotage your relationships. Or maybe you stay up all night in bed wondering, why do I struggle so much with the bare basics in love, while my friends are out there having amazing relationships without breaking a sweat? My love, it's not your fault. You are not broken. You just have inner child wounds. If anyone understands, it's probably me. 200 first dates later and a dozen bad relationships, I finally cracked the code on what it really takes to go from being insecurely attached to attracting and maintaining a thriving, passionate, and secure relationship. So if you want to succeed in love, I've put together a free 60-minute workshop that gives you my three-step formula to breaking toxic patterns for good. Just go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com. In this workshop, you'll learn how to never sabotage a relationship again, even if you have anxiety. And you'll learn how to get the secure relationship you want with the person who wants to commit to you. So if you're falling into the same patterns over and over, then you need to be at this workshop. To get instant access, go to gethealthylove.com, that's G-E-T, healthylove.com, or click on the link in the show notes. Life is hard enough, besties. Love doesn't have to be. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one.
Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There, you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!